With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, who who just joined us? This is Kelly. I just was pushing buttons to get a, a, a conference call count. Oh, okay. That sounds like Scott. It is. Very good, sir. I haven't heard from Ron Bartles yet. Well, Ron said he was going to be somewhere else this evening. Ah, uh, okay. He didn't tell me that. <laughs> well, he, he had to keep secrets was, from uh, you. He sent us a two-page, uh, 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 two-page listing of his ideas on this, and I've asked David Else, uh, who is kind of our ambassador, to uh, read that over and then take Ron's part. So uh, uh, let's get going. Uh, Scott Bartlett, would you, uh, from South Dakota, would you give us a, an invocation, please, sir, and blessing on our nation and a blessing that the uh, Ammon Bundy group will uh, peacefully disperse from their occupation. Yeah, just hang on one, just one second. Wayne Hill. Hello, Wayne. We're just waiting for our invocation. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, we bow our heads before thee and give thee thanks for this day and thank thee for the many bounteous blessings which thou hast given us. We're grateful for the opportunity to be on this conference call and associate with other uh, like-minded people that want to help restore uh, freedoms and return our constitution back to its, or return our government back to its constitutional form. We're grateful for thy love, for thy thy instruction, and for thy patience with us. 
We ask, Father, that thou would bless us as we discuss a number of different things tonight, that we will have inspiration and counsel from thee and, and do thy will. And that not only within this call, but outside this call, that we will be cognizant of thee and have a desire to do thy will in all things, and that the honor and glory might be thine. We ask that thou would bless our nation, uh, awaken those patriots or those freedom lovers uh, who are idle, that they may join the fight to restore our country. We ask that um, the Hammond situation in Oregon, that thou might bless those people on both sides, that it might end peacefully without any loss of life. We ask that thou would help each one of us, that we can get busy and and do things to help move uh, freedom uh, to where it should be. Help us to contact our senators and legislators and to contact our friends. And second district, Arkansas. And again, we're thankful for all things that we have and ask for these blessings and favors in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Sorry about that. Uh, Not a problem. They tell you to announce yourself, and so you did. Yeah, but I hate to interrupt a prayer. Uh, You know, with this type of uh, conference call we're doing, it gets interrupted often because you didn't know we were doing a prayer, and and nobody else does. So who else has joined us? Well, this is Randy Bowling, 2nd Congressional District Coordinator for Arkansas. Uh, Dr. Ron Bartles uh, is unable to be with us tonight, and so is uh, Brian Guatney due to an emergency at home. So uh, I'm it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we have we have been sent a two-page document of of Ron's feelings on this. Are you are you a uh, Familiar with that? Oh, I've got a copy of it here. It says, uh, oh, I've got a copy of the agenda. It's what I have. Uh, okay. Two pages. Uh, well, uh, if you're uh, if you're familiar with uh, with Ron's feelings about that, uh, and uh, uh, we, uh, we will uh, uh, let you take uh, let you take his vote if if that's uh, or either you or Steve, or uh, uh, you want to uh, do whatever uh, whatever's best for us. Okay, uh, Steve, are you there? With Steve. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve Isaacson. That's me. I'm here. Okay, uh, why don't you go ahead and take the lead? You've been more active. You've been active in this longer than I have. This is just my second call. The only thing I got from Ron, I'm looking here. Uh, he got it marked for January 7th, which I guess that is today. Going down the line here, he's got it started out. His, uh, you know, the announcement is send, send anybody wanting to run for office to the founding fathers.us. Yep, that's right. 
That's our first announcement. Okay, let me let me check and see. Uh, uh, Jonathan, Raleigh, are you uh, here and uh, taking notes? Hmm. Yes. Good. We're being uh, we're being recorded. Yes. Then. We are. Right, well, Scott. Well, this yes, is Kelly. Is. Yes. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Uh, are we uh, I, I was just just wanting to say that that uh, I don't think it's ethical or appropriate for someone to take a vote for somebody else. This is why we have alternate members here. I, I know I would I wouldn't have allowed it as a chairman because I I would have felt like it was unethical. Well, he did send us his feelings and his writings on that. I, I don't, I don't know his feelings and his writings, but uh, I, I don't know him at all. But I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I, does, what do the rest of you think? Is it, is it appropriate? I, I would just, I would just say we have five alternates, and and uh, this is why we we have those alternates. We've had alternates take votes for the four years I was there because someone isn't on the phone and we kind of know their feeling and how they would vote, but we don't, we don't say anything because, uh, because we have the alternate voting member. Oh, you got pro-life here. Has he, has he designated a proxy vote? We don't have rules for that. Uh, let's no proxy vote. One at a time, please. They can hear you. <laughs> if you go to our bylaws, go ahead. Um, I don't know that uh, proxy vote uh, may be me because Ron said uh just uh take my take my place there and and represent me so with uh Steve Isaacs and that's why I'm gonna yield to him uh for the time to new to this area. Well this is Kelly and I, I was for four years and two months and I would ne- I wouldn't have allowed a proxy vote as a chairman. I don't think it's appropriate. It's not in our bylaws, but I did appoint alternate voting members so that we could get to the business at hand without someone being on the call. I think it's the same situation here. Uh, whatever works, I'm flexible, uh, and you know whatever whatever you folks say. Well, all right, uh, we. Uh... If this is agreeable, uh, and I, I believe Kelly's right as, as far as the bylaws and so on, uh, we'll uh, have our folks from Arkansas uh, give us the benefit of their uh, thoughts and, and how they feel Ron would feel, but uh, uh, he will not have a vote uh, at this time. Ron won't any, have a any, vote? Uh, any input on that? This is Jared. I second it. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Uh, Jared, would you uh, give us uh, a, a list of who is on this call so that we get when we do get to the voting, we'll be able to uh, to run that rather quickly and well. 
And, we uh, have, uh, Will, we currently the, have 16 uh, people on the votes. call. I'm sorry? We currently have 16 people on the call. 16? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this Thank is you. Jared. I, I don't have the means to do that since we switched to this new uh, conference system. Oh, okay. Uh, Scott, do you ha do you have the capability? <coughs> close that door. Uh, no, I don't you, have the capability have the to look at who's of... on. We'd have to do a roll call. Okay. Well, that'll do, that'll do then. All right. Uh, our second announcement, our presidential candidate, Farley Anderson. We are asking you to pray for his business to be profitable so that he can take time off and, and run this campaign. He intends to be out uh, scheduling meetings across the nation. Uh, and if you have an interest in that, you can contact him at the number that is on the agenda. And I hope you all have an agenda. Okay. Uh, let's go into the Hammond situation on Oregon. Does somebody have Will, a comment? Before we do that, um, I don't know how many are aware that live in the state of Utah that Steve Urquhart has announced he will not be running for state senator next year. So we need to make yes. sure that we, we need to make sure we have someone from the Independent American Party running for that office in the state of Utah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Would would you when when you make a comment, would you say this is uh, John Jones from Minnesota? Okay, this is John Jones. No, this is Patricia Kent from St. George. <laughs> Thank you, Patricia. You don't sound like a John. <laughs> I was excited right. when I read that yesterday. Well, that's good because he he put in several detrimental bills uh, yes, last he did. year that I was not very pleased with. So I'm glad he's stepping down. That's excellent. Uh, Dick Randy Bowling, what is uh, that name again? Because I'm taking notes. And what state? Steve Urquhart in the state of Utah. You better spell that, Patricia. That's a rough name. Don't ask me how to spell it. <laughs> U-R-Q-U-A-R-T. U-R-K-Q-U-A-R-T. Oh, okay. It has an H in it, H-A-R-T. State Senator oh, from... Okay, uh, sorry. Thank you, Jared. ...from uh, Utah. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, let's... Uh, are we ready for the Hammond situation? Uh, let's yep. have uh, 15 minutes of a general discussion to bring everybody up to speed as to where we are uh, before moving to the votes. We hope you have been able to read the various emails and links that were sent and that we can discuss this knowledgeably and agreeably. As the issues are brought to a vote, there will be time to discuss each uh, each voting issue uh, before the vote. We won't, we're not going to run these, uh, make these votes go very fast, but I hope they will go fairly fast. Okay. Will, I, this is Kelly yep. from uh, Farmington, New Mexico. I would... First, before we take a vote, establish who is a voting member because I, a couple of people got like released from their position, but to my knowledge, they didn't get released from voting. And, and we have 11 people and five alternates. And it, I think it'd be important to know who the voting members of the executive committee are. Thank you. Okay.
Steve, do you have a list of those? <laughs> Excuse me, Steve from New Mexico. Thank you. Steve Pancras. Yes, I'm, I'm getting that right now. Okay, sir, I, I kind of thought you would be. Okay, uh, we should have Scott Bartlett, Scott Forsyth, Nyla Judd, Ron Bartles, Jared Beck, Wayne Hill, Carol Life, Patricia Kent, myself, uh, Jared Beck. I think we have Jared Beck twice. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Kelly Knighting and Jack Brown, Susie Easter, David Els, Robert Gorglione, and Michael Pilatus. Okay. Maybe that accounts for our uh, 11. Is, uh, Jared was in there twice. Is, is Wayne Hill on the list? Wayne is yes. here and on the list. He is or is not? Sorry. Wayne, tell us you're here. Uh, You're on on mute, Wayne. Well, I just heard him come on. I hope that he comes back. I say I'm on the air. I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, we can now. Okay, I'm here. I'm alive. Don't try and bury me yet. And and he is on that list. Steve Isaacson from Arkansas. Okay, Steve, could you uh, could you tell us which uh, of those voting members are here and ready to vote? Uh, no, I I can't. Scott Bartlett would tell. Uh, we'd have to do a roll call, as Scott said. Okay, why don't you do the roll call and go down and, and we'll, uh, the, the people that are here will say that they're here. This is Jared. May I make a comment, please? Please, Jared. Jared from Utah. Yes. I understand Thank that you. the chairman, Will Christensen, is, if there's a tie, he's the tiebreaker. Is that correct from what everybody understands? Yes. Actually, that's not uh, that's not the way we have run it. Uh Previously, the uh, chairman emeritus was the tiebreaker, and the chairman had a vote. Uh, it doesn't matter how we uh, how we do it now, but uh, I just think we, we need to past. establish that rule before we start the voting. I have a question. Uh, this is Steve Isaacson from Arkansas. Yes, sir. All right. Now, since I'm not one of the voting members, do I still have a say so on the discussion? Uh, we would appreciate it if you would give us the benefit of your thoughts, sir. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. <laughs> oh, and, uh, okay. And as, as much as you can, the benefits of Ron's thought is uh, with that uh, from both of you guys from Arkansas. Okay, Go ahead, Steve, and I'll follow up with you. Okay, Steve, if you if you just run down and and then our people can say yes, I'm here, or they're quiet. Well, no, they weren't. Go ahead, please. Okay, Scott Bartlett here. Jared Beck here. Will Christensen here. Trisha Kent here. Steve Pancratz, myself, I'm here. 
Nyla Judd. Here. Nicole Light. Present. Scott Forsythe. Here. Scott, Ron Bungle. Yes, that that was Scott Forsythe. Okay, thank you. Ron Bartles is Don. Kelly Knighting. Here. Wayne Hill. Here. Jack Brown. Here. Susie Easter. Here. David Els. Here. Robert Gorglione. Michael Poetis. That's the end. If I counted yes. correctly, we've got 13 voting members. All right. Uh, well, let's go into the uh, discussion of the Hammond situation. We've already been on here now for 20 minutes. Uh, let's see if we can do this in 10 minutes so we'll have enough time to discuss the, the particular votes. Is there anyone who wants to comment on the situation? Well, this is Patricia. I would like to make a comment. Yes, ma'am. Um, originally, I was scheduled to be in Oregon with that group. Uh, due to legs not working, I am still home. Uh, originally, we talked about it a month, month and a half ago. We're planning on it. It was to go up and to support the Hammonds um, in a, a peaceful protest to let the, the public know that uh, these men were were being thrown back in jail with double double jeopardy and and it was unconstitutional. Um, it's interesting since they arrived up there, uh, they found this vacant building and decided that they needed to stay and make a stand to all of the people especially the government in Oregon, which is totally corrupt, and the federal government that the land grab needs to stop and farmers and property owners need to have the right to do them by the Constitution of the United States. Um, having been part of that organization and going up there um, and knowing a little bit about the people that are there and what's going on. Um, I've been concerned about all of the media trash and the lies. They are not, it makes them sound like they went up there, you know, armed to, to destroy. Uh, they took their arms with them to protect themselves against uh, anything from the federal government coming in with the attitude that if they were fought upon, they would fire back. Um, but they didn't go as an armed militia to take over anything. The building that they are occupied in is, is a public building. It's empty. Um, whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. I do know that um, I supported the the stance of protesting on Saturday I have mixed feelings about what they're doing now. I understand why they're doing it. But I also understand 
that when I when I read the 140 uh, 34th section of Doctrine and Covenants, the Lord makes it very clear uh, how we are to deal with illegal government issues, and uh, and I believe that with that we need to support the the Hammonds. I think we need to have an all-out campaign against the Oregon sheriff, the Oregon governor, the Oregon state and federal legislators and let them know that what they are doing, they have every one of them violated their oath of office in sustaining and upholding the Constitution um, by putting those men back in jail. And I think we can do it by bombarding them with literally thousands if not hundreds of thousands of signatures and and letters and emails saying release these release these men and and I support fully fighting for the Hammonds um I think the issue that the Bundys are now taking in that group in Oregon uh would be better served uh doing it from home not taking a stand where they're going to force the hand of the federal government this, uh, for most of you who may not know uh, Patricia, Patricia was at the Bundy Ranch uh, on the final day of the showdown when the BLM backed down. So, um, this is this is Kelly. Yes, Thanks. go ahead. Yes, I, you know the circumstances that surrounded our founding fathers and the, the uh, War of Independence. They had a the olive branch petition that they sent people and that that branch petition went to the england government country and uh they they were just saying look can't we solve this thing without getting too rambunctious without going to war without doing you know things that no neither of us are going to like and uh and it was ignored and and my point in that is that I've been involved in this political party for about seven years, and everything we do is olive branch petitions, and all of it is ignored. If you do an, an email campaign and all that, my prediction is that it will bear no fruit, but a nonviolent group going up there and saying, look, we've had it. We don't want violence. We just want our land back. There's been tremendous abuse of not only the Hammonds, but many, many situations that, that we don't know about. But we just know it's there. We sense it's there. We we read about it, and we uh, we have the Spirit of the Lord to discern uh, it through all the media crap that was mentioned. But this is... This is, to me, the exact thing that should happen before someone takes freedom lovers serious. I mean, we've been ignored. We get 3% of the vote, on and on and on. You have the 3 percenters not supporting this. You have the Oath Keepers not supporting it. You have even uh, Sheriff Mack not supporting it. You have Chuck Baldwin not supporting it. And what an opportunity for us to be the only organization that supports this with the stress that it's with with the purposes that they're doing it, they're the nonviolent look. We're taking a stand that's not violent, but we're, we're we will be a force to reckon with. And 
And so that's the way I feel. And so I'll just leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, from New Mexico. Now, those uh, those in Arkansas, this is David Elts. I'm in Utah, and I've received Ron Bartle's uh, you know, information. Um, he has a numerous topics which uh, clearly show that we are support of the uh, and date um, I'm not I've lost the word anyway uh, points against the Hammond family all of the things against the Hammond family and that Various or various things that he says need to be done to support the Hammond family, if it's money and food and, and what, whatever it takes, and for as long as it takes. Um, because if they're going to stay in jail, and he has some comments about cruel and unusual punishment and the improper uh, judgments that were taken to, to uh, put them back in jail, which numerous things that are wrong. And all of the things that he says in connection with supporting the stand against the government and for the Hammonds, um, he doesn't include anything about other action, which uh, is what takeover of the public building was. And as Patricia mentioned, you know, that didn't happen until after they were up there and they made a decision. Um, as, as I'm just in stating for what Ron Bartles has, has given his post in here, he does not include anything, any information at all on that topic. So he said nothing about it, um, only that the very clearly pointing out the kinds of things that are very negative from the government against the public and specifically in this case the Hammond family. So if there's anybody else in Arkansas that has any other information uh, yeah, of what, what well, Ron may think or what you guys think on this issue, go ahead. Uh, this is Steve from Arkansas. A little bit louder if you could, Steve from uh, Arkansas. This is Steve from Arkansas. Uh, the information that I've been following that people have been saying, especially like you know, on, uh, on social media, uh, something that hasn't been been mentioned uh, except for on social media about this uh, up there is that no one has said anything not even the media uh, that a lot of that land up there that is not being used that the federal government says they own belongs to the American Indians the American Indians are getting upset because they're saying that the group up there has taken over or is you know is sitting on some precious land that belongs to the Indians. Uh I haven't gotten any any more information on that, but uh that's just about the way I feel, you know. I mean, you know, I don't uh, violence is gonna you know, is gonna solve anything. And knowing our government and our new US uh, attorney general uh sounds like they're not gonna stand a chance or they you know, they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna negotiate. That's pro life, I'd like to speak pro here. Life, please. Idaho. Yes, uh 
I've been to Burns, Oregon, and through Harney County. I go through there once a year, and it's about 200 miles from uh, from where I live, maybe a little closer. Um, that area was once a, a prosperous area, but uh, since the government has uh, taken over, well, I shut down uh, um, logging and also uh, shut down a lot of uh, ranching. It's, it is one of the poorest uh, counties now in Oregon. Um, the people are really suffering over there, but they don't know it because, you know, they get their food stamps and they go to public school and most everybody works for the government that has any kind of a job. So they uh, they don't realize the, uh, the long-term history of all of this. But it's true that... Uh, but the Paiute Indians had a uh, a treaty, uh, an agreement with the government back in the 1800s, and they were driven off of there. And uh, it was President Grant that allowed it to happen, and they just uh, killed a lot of the Indians, shipped them up to Yakima, Washington, and uh, the white settlers took that over. So, you know, if you really wanted to go back historically, the Indians do have a, a rightful claim to a lot of that. Now, we know the Bundys, and uh, we know that they're honest, good people. And here's what I believe happened. The Bundys uh, visited with the Hammonds. The Hammonds were going to have to go to jail, double jeopardy. They'd already served their time. It's a unconstitutional, um, illegal resentencing, and uh, nobody's saying that much. The, the Republican politicians refused to say that. Greg Walden, who is the uh, U.S. representative for uh, that part of the country, I heard him speak on the radio just um, yesterday, and he was saying that uh, he he's sympathetic with all of these uh, people that live there, that the federal government is uh, doing things to them, but uh, he just wants the Bundy group to leave, and uh, then he thinks everything will be fine and we'll be able to settle everything. Now, um, the Bundys are taking a big chance by staying there. And uh, and the Hammonds, I think, they agreed to go to prison last Monday. And they went back to prison that they could have fought. And if that sheriff would have been the right kind of a sheriff, a constitutional sheriff, he would have said, listen, here's the constitutional reasons why these people should not go back to federal prison. If they want to stay in uh, Harney County, I will uh, protect them. We will all protect them, and uh, we will not let federal agents come and take them and put them back in prison. But the Hammonds decided that they uh, were going to go to prison, and I guess they thought, well, we can, uh, if we're nice to the federal government, maybe they'll let us out early and we won't have to serve our full five years. And so then I think it caused a, um, a distancing of the Hammonds from the Bundys. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's not good. Um, if the Hammonds would have, and the, if they if they would have gone to the local sheriff and say, hey, uh, we need your protection, maybe they could have persuaded him. But David Ward, the sheriff, he said that um, the Bundy group just needed to leave. And uh, I believe, you know, some people have said that there's infiltrators from the federal government that are posing as a uh, constitutional patriots, and I believe that that's probably the case. And, 
you know, they probably have people go out there and put uh, listening devices, some kind of bugs on the place. I don't think that the Bundy Group has entered the building. I think they stay outside of the building. I don't think they've ever. Um, that building was locked. It was closed down for Christmas vacation and whatever. And, uh, and the government are, had nobody out there. This is Patricia. They are in the building. Oh, okay. I didn't know that for sure. Yeah, but, um, they are. But anyway, um, I think, even though I kind of think that maybe the Bundy group should go home, I think that we should not um, criticize them whatsoever. We should in say that they're doing the right thing because they are bringing um, this whole issue uh, being discussed throughout the whole United States. And nobody's done anything like that until the Bundys did it down there in uh, southern Nevada. And so um, we need to commend them. And uh, regardless of what we think they ought to do now, I think we need to uh, say that they've done the right thing and continue to support them. Now, so that's my assessment of the, the whole situation. Um, okay, thank you, thank you, Pearl. But the people are so messed up in the, the people are so messed up in Harney County that they're not about to uh, support the Bundys. The majority of them. Thanks. Scott Bartlett, South Dakota. Well, I, I think there's a big difference between what happened in Nevada and what's happening out in Oregon. Uh, the BLM was uh, an aggressor out there and threatened uh, the Bundy family. And I think the Bundys were right in, in standing up and getting their neighbors to come and help. You know, it's extremely unfortunate what's happened to the Hammonds, especially since they served time, they paid their fine under what the judge had said. This is truly do double jeopardy. However, for them to take up an armed force and take over federal land, um, you know, I might quote Chuck Baldwin, who said, two wrongs don't make a, a right. And, um, you know, this is not going to fix anything. And um, uh, I just, I believe that, well, yeah, it's unfortunate again for the Hammonds, um, but it's totally different circumstances from what happened in Nevada. And therefore, I would encourage everyone to vote that we uh, uh, not publicly support them, but uh, I'm probably going to send them some money and, and uh, uh, that, but I, I, I think it's the wrong ideal. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Nyla and Utah. Uh, 18 um, minutes. Uh, could we okay. uh, bring this session to a close as soon as possible? Go ahead, whoever. Can I make... This is Nyla in Utah. Um, the problem, the, I think things were running quite well for the situation until they took over the building. And when they took over the building, it made a Waco situation, a Ruby Ridge situation, where the federal agents can now go in and blame it on them for taking over the building. I think that's unfortunate. I wish they hadn't done it. Um, I support them. I, I, I believe in their principles and appreciate what they're doing, uh, but now we've now we've created a, a situation for a disaster by them overtaking the building, and if they maintain control of that building, they're going to have to face the federal agents. Hi, this is Steve Isaacson from Arkansas. I have one yes, question. Okay. Uh, my question is, you know, when it was mentioned saying that the land belongs to the federal government, my question is, does that land really 
truly belong to the federal government legally. No. No. That's what I thought. (laughs) So, but I agree. I agree with the lady in Utah there that, uh, you know, the trouble started when they took over that building. So. Yeah. Is there any other general discussion we need to be covered? Well, well, this is Jack Brown, Oregon. Hello, Jack. You're you're right on the spot up there. Yeah. yeah we're glad well, you it's, Jack. it's over the hills. It's over the hills <laughs> from us. But um, here here's my general observations, uh, and I I see history repeats itself repeatedly. Um, to uh, to take a stand of any kind that involves the potential use of force involves a stand like our founding fathers took where they pledged their lives, not just their fortunes and their sacred honor. And once you take that course, you cannot back down. I, I, I take some lessons from the Civil War. Once Fort Sumter was fired on, which was a federal fort, but within the jurisdiction, was outside the jurisdiction of the United States due to the secession of of the uh, the state, that immediately revoked the legislative privilege for that fort exist in that state and it should have it should have been vacated but once it was attacked then it became an occasion for the feds to uh, to step in I uh, I think we're going to end up in a spot where victory could be ours but faint-heartedness is going to hold us back from victory, just like when the South marched on Washington, D.C., and there was nothing stood between them and the federal, the uh, the Union government. They could have, at that point, they could have decisively changed the course of history, but they were gentlemen, and they were people of honor from the South more than the people of the North were, and they backed down. They extended mercy. They showed compassion. So I guess the question I raise is, are we prepared to take this to its ultimate conclusion, or are we going to be merciful and people of honor that are basically wiped out, as the South was, as the Huguenots in France were long before that, because we find it goes against the grain to engage in war as war really is. I would say, until we're prepared for war, we should not provoke it. This is Jared. Jared, please, from Utah. Thank you. Um, There's a lot that could be said on this issue, and I keep finding more information daily, multiple times a day, on this incident with the Hammonds. And so uh, I think... The time that we've had for the last couple of days to prepare for this discussion is on the outside sufficient, but in reality very inefficient, insufficient because of the amount of information that's being uh, generated. My One of my comments is uh, there's a lady named Shauna Cox that is was involved with the Bundy situation, and she wrote a book where she talked about and I haven't read the book, so I may be wrong on what I'm saying, but she talked about 53 ranchers that the government has been focusing on removing them from the land that they've had 
for generations or decades anyway, and that the Bundys were like one of the last ones standing, so to speak, and maybe the Hammonds were one of those too. Um, but all of them have had their rights violated. Uh, in the case of the Bundys, their situation preceded the, even the creation of the BLM. So uh, there's, this is a big issue. It's more than just the Hammonds. Um, <clears throat> I think we need to be cautious about the decisions we make, not that we're timid, but that we need to uh, be like wise as uh, serpents and gentle as doves. Serpents. Pardon me? Wise as serpents, right. That's what yeah, I said. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Wise as serpents, yeah. gentle as doves. Um, I think that we have to realize our party is so small and incon uh, in terms of relation to the country, we do not have uh, well, most people don't even know we exist. This might be an opportunity to show ourselves, but I think if we do so, we have to be very prepared and in unison in what we do and how we do it and what we say and how we say it. Um, and I, I think it might be an opportunity to educate our fellow citizens um, going to our principles, the core 15 principles that we all espouse in our party. Um, there's situations, or these, these situations like the Hammonds and the Bundys and so on, tie into our principles. Um, we need to take a stand on our principles that are part of what we believe in and enunciate how these situations uh, are overstepping our, our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, etc., sovereignty. Um, I sent out an email tonight, earlier, about an hour and a half ago. Uh, I found a YouTube video from a lady named Chrisanne Hall, and she said, what's really going on in Oregon? And she's very well spoken and talked about the Constitution and the fact that the government, according to the Constitution, only gets 10 square miles plus forts and so on, and that they don't have a right to all this land and especially in the West, and the states were um, held in uh, a gun to their head, so to speak. In, in Utah, for example, in order to become a state, we had to agree that the government could have 75 or 85 or 95, whatever the percentage is of the land, and I think we were blackmailed into that, and so other states were as well. And these kind of issues, I think we need to have a way to educate people in our nation about the principles that are being violated, the law that's being violated, rather than take over a building and make a stand like Jack said and others have said. It's, it's a very dangerous situation. It was in, in uh, Nevada, uh, but this is a completely situation in some ways, but in other ways it's the exact same situation. Uh, our principle two I mentioned uh, has to do with the proper function of government. Principle three talks about the Constitution being binding. Principle six talks about the Second Amendment, how it shall not be infringed. Principle 11 talks about states are sovereign. So those uh, principles, two, six, um, and 11, two, three, six, and 11 have our, are tying into this situation. So we could educate people according to that. Um, I found out that the land is it, that's in question with this ranch could possibly be worth trillions of dollars because of, like, uh, I think uh, 
of the gentleman from Arkansas still. mentioned, uh, uh, the value of the land is, is not well known, uh, but it has uranium and gold and all kinds of uh, resources in it. And uh, that's not really what the Hammonds were using it for, but I think we need to compromise a little bit in the sense that we don't want violence, but we need to make it known uh, to all people that we need to keep the Constitution. And uh, I agree with Pro-Life's comments about the sheriff should have protected the people. The sheriff is obviously not a constitutional sheriff in his mind. Anyway, those are some of the comments that I have. Um, I do not agree with taking over the building. But I do support the Hammonds in in the principles that I've mentioned and anybody else the same. And that's all I have. Thank you. All right, Steve Isaacson from Arkansas, one last comment. I think, you know, I agree with him about the principles, but one thing that we should uh, follow through is you know, as long as we follow the Constitution, and we need a good constitutionalist, uh, which, you know, I know quite a few of them that know the Constitution forwards, backwards, and upside down, that if we follow the Constitution on this, I think uh, we're going to come out ahead on it. And it's going to make us stronger. Thank you, Steve. Uh, are we uh, almost through with the uh, general discussion? We've, we've been at this now for half an hour. Are we ready to move on to the votes? Those of you yeah, let's who have go for agendas, it. are you, uh, uh, is that, is vote number one? the way you want it to, to be done. Are we as a party going to support the Hammond or the Hammond's family? Discussion on that. You got to go up for a vote. Do you want to go directly to a vote on that one? Well, what does it mean? Are we going to support the Hammond family? What exactly does that support mean? Well, uh, I'm not sure that we as a party ought to support a, a family, but I think uh, we ought to uh, encourage our members to support that family. That's... Uh, I, I need I, you to uh, define, define support for me. Okay. Uh, well, that would be uh, uh, writing letters, taking, uh, you know, uh, money, uh, doing whatever it is that uh, that they happen to need. Uh, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with their needs, and so I really can't answer that question. You're talking about supporting them physically. Physically. Yes, uh, well, yeah, okay. and and financially is physically, yes. Well, yes, it is. So any other way, are you going to support them politically, or are you going to support them um, I, and the actions that they're choosing to take? What do you? I don't think that uh, I know enough to vote on whether we can support them politically. Well, that's exactly why I needed to clarify what you meant by that. But I, I have no idea what their politics are. Well, I don't think, this is Patricia. When I think of supporting them politically, to me, what that means is that we are willing to uphold the Constitution in their behalf and and make it known to the powers that be, 
their state and the federal government that uh, we support the Hammonds in their right to have constitutional justice and to have that document uh, not trodden underfoot in their behalf, which it has definitely been. And as far as financial support, um, they paid $200,000 of the $400,000 fine. They were supposed to have the other $200,000 paid by the 1st of January. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't. Uh, The federal government now can go in and sell that entire, their entire ranch and, and take the money to pay their fine. Apparently, the uh, issue that I wrote out on the agenda is too uh, too narrow. Uh, would someone like to take that and, and bring it up to where we can look at it and vote on it? Hi, David Elf here in Utah. Uh, I, I do think that support of the Hammonds also extends to... Uh, the lawyers necessary to file appeals because uh, and get out of prison. They don't belong there. Is that clearly something that we need to somehow publicize, put out, ask, collect money, whatever the means necessary for the legal constitutional help for the two that are in prison, certainly. This is Scott Scott from uh, South Dakota. Yes, Scott. I guess what I'd like, uh, being is that, yes, now the more that we discuss it, it is a little unclear. I'd like to ask Kelly uh, what he had in mind with regards to this vote. Well, this is uh, Kelly. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. New Mexico. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, with regard to this vote about the Hammonds, I just think uh, everyone that was on the call so far that spoke expressed support of, of the Hammonds. As far as support of of their cause, we believe in their injustices, and uh, we uh, our stance is that they were wronged, and that and that. Uh, we we support them in pursuing justice for themselves. That's what I think number one means on the agenda. But I guess I go back then to what Nyla said is, you know, what does support mean? Are, are we going to go join them in the building or, you know, are we going to send them money? Right. What, you know, what, how, how do you define that support? Are we going to write a paragraph? You know, what are we going to do? Well, I, I would say that uh, to support the Hammonds would mean we yeah we could put stuff on our website we could encourage people to I mean right now all that's happening is people are are doing a really good job of educating people that will listen as to their extreme injustices but I I mean to me this that's where it stops is sending emails and, and doing the same old thing we've always done uh, as by way of support uh, the the uh, it's interesting to me that the Hammonds did not ask for 
for uh, the the Bundys to take over the National Wildlife Refuge, but they still mm-hmm. did it in support of the Hammonds and and to draw attention to this issue. And so I think that those are two different things. I think as a national committee, a executive committee, I think all of us support the Hammonds, in my opinion. And but we. Uh, as far as what we'll do, it's going to be the same old things. I'll send something to the Oregon governor. You know, you can get on and, and do the same old thing we've always done. I, I send a thing to every sheriff in the country on this issue and support well, okay, the but again, again, I hate to belabor the point, but, you know, our, our, so what are we going to say? I mean, does that mean that if the federal government comes after me and I didn't, you know, I filed my taxes on, uh, April 20th, and they come over to f- find me a huge fine, which is abnormal, that I'm going to take up arms and, and go after them, or I'm going to take over the downtown Sioux Falls courthouse. I mean, where, well, do you, where do you draw the line? Where do you say, okay, what they're doing is not really legal either, so how do we, you know, how do you, how do you define that? Well, it, the, uh, everything the founding fathers did was illegal, and everything Hitler did was legal. And so there's a couple of principles involved, and one is in scriptures it says, "Agree with thine adversary quickly, while thou art in the way with him, lest he esteem thee to be the enemy, and you get thrown in jail and you won't come out because you can't pay the fine." And and so that principle applies too. But the other principle is is also in the scriptures, and and it's basically summarized by Benjamin Franklin: disobedience to tyrants is obedience to God. We have to find a way, just like the Founding Fathers found a way, illegally, to uh, to overcome the crisis of the time. And, and so this is our dilemma. I, I, uh, I don't know what, what, how to define support other than that, other than sending, just telling people, yeah, as a party, we support the Hammonds. Well, everyone does that. Everyone in, in the, polit- the freedom battle. Uh, but... But in my again, in my estimation, the Bundys did one step more than that, and that's going to be the critical vote tonight. Uh, Mr. Prolife, I got one short comment about uh, Hammonds. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead, Prolife. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, the Hammonds. Uh, as I understand it, they made a plea agreement um, on their charges, and in their plea agreement. They agreed that they would not appeal uh, the decision, and so. Oh wow! Wow. So they are. The Hammonds had bad legal advice. They uh, they made bad decisions, but I still support them. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's part of the problem. So we shouldn't say that we support them. Um, you know, um, maybe by paying for more lawyers, because I don't even think they're going to take any more lawyers. I mean, they, this, I think they're. Well, that's this my is Patricia. Thing. If you if you go back and look at the history of what the Hammonds have been through in the last umpteen years, and what the federal government has done to them and taken away from them, um, they have been beaten down and trodden to a point. Uh, I think they see no hope, and so they've pretty much given up. Um, that's why the Bundys went up there to begin with, was to let them know that there was hope. 
All they had to do was look at the situation that they had experienced. There was hope. There were people that would stand with them, that would help them. Um, their family's been threatened. They're, they have they have been thrown in jail numerous times um, illegally, and I think they have just they have totally gone under. What I would really like to see us do is, as a party, start an all-out campaign for the Hammonds with the with the entire federal government that they should be released that you know we have hardened criminals that are being turned out on the streets every day and these people have done nothing that is as criminal they should be pardoned by the governor by the federal government and I would like to see us lead that campaign and and bombard every federal legislator and congressman to the point that they get sick and tired of it and they do something to relieve the Hammonds, even if the Hammonds are beaten to a point that they're, they just don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, Steve from Arkansas. Yeah, I think we ought to support the Hammonds under the, you know, they've already made a plea agreement. We can't really do much about that. But I think we ought to support, you know, that uh, they're going back into into prison, you know, uh, illegally, you know. Uh, and also I think we ought to support the Hammonds uh, for their constitutional rights being violated. And that's a big issue. You know, that's why I say it's going back to the Constitution. You know, they went back mm-hmm. in, you know, back back into jail illegally under double jeopardy. And, uh, you know, we need to support that. And I agree that we need to bombard, you know, the, you know the, the senators and the congressmen and everything else. But what you need is someone that's got a mouth, someone that is uh, willing to speak up. Uh, and, you know, I agree with her. You know, uh, we, ought, we ought to support in that way. Uh, this is Nyla in Utah. Ron, Ron Bartles told us a couple of weeks ago that emails to our senators and, and representatives are very ineffective. They don't bother to read them. So we've got to find a better way than sending emails. So the How about their office? If they have a suggestion. Utah, if they've made a plea agreement, then uh, we need to find a way to communicate with the prisoners and whatever prison they're going to or all the federal prisons communicate clearly to those prisoners that uh, there are people that are there illegally and that they shouldn't be there. And um, that's a good way to start a lot of action. Uh, let me let me read. Uh, I, I rewrote the uh, initial vote. We as uh, the Independent American Party support the Hammond family in regaining their rights and freedom under the Constitution by all constitutional means. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, it's better. Uh, my, like I said, my suggestion is, you know, is if you could get a get a group together and a spokesman, you know, uh, and I have, you know, I have a way to, you know, maybe you know, the Congress will uh, let us sit and and uh, in front of Congress and uh, and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Well, the presidential candidates need to be asked that question. Would they? Uh, commute the sentence or pardon the uh, Hammonds. 
Mm-hmm. I well, agree. you're not going to get the media to do it. <laughs> That's true. Well, is there any any changes we ought to make to this this first vote here? I, I agree with what you what you wrote. Yeah, I second it as well. We I as think the it's independent great. American Party support the Hammond family in regaining their rights and freedom under the Constitution by all constitutional means. I agree. Make a motion to don't have a vote. Uh, I heard a couple, but I didn't get any of it. I'm sorry. We said let's go ahead and vote on that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't hear Just that. Just ask for any. Okay, I second that motion to vote. All right. Uh, good. Let's. Uh, Steve, would you uh, would you do the roll call for us? Sorry to put this additional on you, but that's okay. I'm ready. Okay. We could do it a little quicker. We could do it a little quicker if you just ask for any that uh, dissent against that or opposed. Well, I'm, I'm in favor of the quickness. Uh, all right. Is uh, is there any uh, dissent on the Independent American Party support the Hammond family in regaining their rights and freedom under the Constitution by all constitutional means? Uh, I guess that passed by acclima- uh, by unanimous. Yeah, <laughs> with no dissent. I run an American Legion. I know. <laughs> Thanks, sir. We appreciate your help. <laughs> well, would okay. you send that out as as you have revised it to all of us? Uh, yes, I will send this to Steve, who will then send it out to all of you. Great. Thank you. Uh, and I have, I do have it written, so I won't forget. Okay, number uh, two. Oh, go ahead. Question, question yes, here. Uh, this is uh, Randy Bowling from Arkansas. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, someone made a statement earlier about, uh, as I understood their statement, there's never been a president, P-R-E-C-E-D-E-N-T, uh, like this before. Uh, I would say uh, the only one that comes to my mind that I can see may be wrong on this was the sit-in at Wounded Knee with uh, Mary Crowdog and the kids against a sheriff that was an out-and-out bigot, racist bigot. Uh, So I would say there is a precedent that we need to look at. And second thing is, is, is in the form of a question, has anybody talked to Jerry Spence? Uh, the attorney, I think he was at Ruby Ridge, is from Wyoming, uh, and got his input on this. And that's, I yield the floor. Uh, anyone know of, uh, okay. Uh, I guess Just for a life, I don't think Jerry Spence no. even practices now. Big part. Uh, he, he is, he is semi-retired, but he is still practicing. All right. Okay. According uh, to website. Can we go on to number two? I yield. All right. Are we as a as the independent American Party going to support the takeover of the building in Malheur? Well, however you say that, National Wildlife Refuge. 
Let's vote. I second that. Well, uh, I, I, we don't want to cut off any uh, uh, any uh, comments, but uh, if there are no comments, we'll. Uh, I would like to just say one thing. Uh, in my Marine Corps service, we were trained in uh, urban combat, trying to hold a building against a trained force, which I understand the Delta Force is now on site and may be preparing to back that building. If that happens, it will be a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. so, uh, Well, I, I, I would hope that you uh, have the spirit with you, Will, and everyone here for this vote, because uh, I would not like this committee to vote not to uh, not to have something happen for a greater good, not unlike Nathan killing to for one man to perish to bring about a greater purpose. Thank you. Oh, uh, Kelly, thank you for reminding me. You asked if we could have a vote or a, a prayer before that. If you'd like to offer that prayer, we would uh, we would have that right now. Thank you, yes. Our kind Heavenly Father, we love Thee very much. Lord, we, uh, we seek Thy wisdom, and we seek Thy purpose in this vote at this time. Lord, we are all doing the best we can. The Independent American Party was formed, we believe, with all our hearts according to thy will and thy pleasure, and that this party serves a great purpose when, when all will be said and done here in America. And Lord, we, we desire for thy spirit to be with each one of us, that we will make a vote according to that spirit, We've deliberated, we've read articles, we've uh, persisted in, in uh, educating ourselves with the, with the Holy Ghost that we pray it has been with us as we've deliberated, and now it's time to vote, and we pray that the Holy Ghost will help this party be united with the Lord in His will and His decision in this issue. For we know, Lord, in scriptures that thou blessed and protected our founding fathers and allowed them to do what they did in, in the War of Independence and in recovering freedom once again that, that it was not on the earth at the time. Lord, we desire and we know that it is our our obligation, our duty, our our will as well, Lord, to do what our founding fathers would do and did and sacrificed in this time to reclaim America, to restore America, and to and to uh, set an example for the rest of the world, Lord. There are truly, you know, people on this call that have sacrificed themselves for the cause. And Lord, we deserve, in my mind, in my estimation, Lord, we deserve thy wisdom at this point in this call for this vote. 
And we pray that the Holy Ghost will be in our hearts, each one of us, Lord, as patriots and as children of Thee. We love Thee and we pray for these things humbly. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Thank you, Kelly. First question we need to go through is uh, the uh, wording of the vote. Are we, as the Independent American Party, going to support the takeover of the building in the Mount Your National Wildlife Refuge? What changes do you want to make in that? This is Patricia. Go ahead, Pro-Life. Yeah, I just want to say that uh, that we support the uh, motive and intent to bring um, um, the government agencies back into constitutional order. And so we support the uh, the takeover of the building and the Bundy Group in their efforts to uh, educate the public that the federal agencies are. Um, corrupt and violating the Constitution and the law. That's kind of long, but that's what I think. Uh, are we, are Can we, we going to put in that we uh, support the uh, the idea, but uh, not the uh, means? Yes, not the action. Not the action. No, their intent is good. Their motive is right, even even though they might have done the wrong mm-hmm. thing. We have to say that we support their motive and intent. We could leave action out, just motive and intent. Um, I, 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 think there needs to, I think it needs further clarification with uh, we're not in support of the action. Thank you. Okay, let's see if we can put something together here. That we agree with, you know, that we support their uh, uh, their means, but the desires of their heart. Yeah, we support their hearts, but we don't support their action. How do you separate that? The reason. Yeah, that just sounds hypocritical to me. The reason they the reason they took over the building is because it's freezing up there, and they had to have some place. They couldn't they couldn't take a stand out in below zero weather and stay there for any period of time. The building was empty. Best they used that building. Uh like I said, right or wrong. Well he, I don't I don't know how you I don't know how you separate supporting them and their intent and not supporting in how they're doing it. Could we say we uh this is uh, this is Wayne. Uh, well let, ahead, me, Wayne. let me just say I'm I'm going I'm scratching my eyes out. Uh, let me tell you what my feelings are, and that is that Bundy is the last stand, rancher standing. Why is he the last rancher standing? What happened to the other 52? They were ran off illegally all the way through, and they have passed, and you know I always say a million illegal laws. They're all communist laws. And Glenn Beck even says they have passed 400,000 laws, and you commit seven felonies every day. So are we saying that they've broken a law that's a constitutional law? Why in the crud don't we stand up for something truthful and admit that these guys, both Republicans and Democrats, 
are a bunch of animals. They could care less about the Constitution. Even uh, Cruz the other day said, look, when I get in there, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of all these executive orders. Then Mike Lee says, the first thing I do when I get in there is get rid of Obama. I'm going to impeach him. They all lie. Every one of them lies. So are we dealing, are we going to let the Hammonds and everybody else lose property that is valuable and the government takes it over and makes it worthless? I, I just don't know how, yeah, it, we, how we can justify that. It, it sounds like the Bunnies need to ask the Paiute Indians if they can stay there. Exactly. Well, the land no longer belongs to the Indians. Well, what, yeah, why doesn't it? Because the government's taking it over. They take everything no, it, over. It does. By God, it does. You, yeah. I can show you the verse in the Book of Mormon. They took it over illegally. Exactly. Which well, means it's are... null and void. I mean, you and everyone in America can think the government owns it, but they don't. Well, let's not get into a discussion on on federal land, because that's going to blow the whole evening. Well, everything. Uh, let's get back to our legal. issue of uh, the taking over the building, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this is Jared. I think I don't necessarily agree 100% with what Kelly just said, but I think the whole issue with this wildlife refuge, refuge has to do with the public land issue. So maybe we should, like we said on the previous question, we support the constitutional situation on the public land issue, and that addresses all the all the ranchers and everybody who's not being treated fairly in this thing. I'd rather focus on the principle than than the place. Okay, Andy. Any other ideas on the wording of this vote? This is the important thing. Yes, this is not going to be a uh, not going to be everybody voting the same. Uh, I think. Uh, okay, this anybody got some ideas on that, please? This is Jack Brown, Oregon. Jack, please. Well, I'm thinking that since uh, treaties are on the same uh, level as the Constitution, and uh, the Indians were granted treaty status, treaty rights, and then it was taken away from them, that we should include something about the Indians in this resolution, in this uh, statement, that um, this would be a way of of uh, reaching out to a, a potential group that's not reached out to. And, and the reason why I encourage this is because I know in Oregon, our candidate for governor, Aaron Auer, is... Uh, He's not Indian by descent, but he has reached out to and really gotten the support of Indians in Oregon. I, th I think we could do something with this that that, that not just the the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, but treaties made pursuant thereto 
have a force that has been ignored. Yeah, um, <laughs> Not sure how to word that, but... <laughs> you just got well, more to do. Well, yeah. come ahead, this please. is Patricia. Patricia, yes, ma'am. Um, how about something, do we as a party support the stand the Bundys have taken in Oregon to restore our nation's government to a constitutional nation? That's yeah, really that's, what it's all about. That's beautiful. It's standing with them to restore the Constitution. That's what they're there for. That's why they're taking that stand is to say we need to go back to the Constitution. Um, Can you say that again? I said, do we as a party support the stand the Bundys have taken in Oregon to restore our nation's government to a constitutional nation? If we if we uh, come out with that, I think we will be at odds with the Hammonds and their neighbors, Sheriff Mack, Baldwin, the three percent militia, Oath Keepers, and the sheriff of uh, of that county, whatever it is. They don't support the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> No, you can't say the Oath Keepers and, and Sheriff Mack don't support the Constitution. Well, it, it well, doesn't sound like they're doing it here. Well, this is Scott mm-hmm. from South Dakota. Please. I, I just get the opinion that, and I may be wrong, that we don't have our ducks in a row yet, and uh, we're kind of impassioned on several things, but we don't, you know, we have not yet defined support. You know, are we going to support them with their ideal? Are we going to support them with their uh, armed takeover uh, it, it's we, we haven't solidified anything there, and um, until we get that cemented, I you know I I feel uncomfortable about voting on it. And this is Kelly. I I disagree. We may as well have a vote if people do want to vote. Uh, do we support the stand the bunnies have taken in Oregon to restore a nation's government to a constitutional nation? If uh, we, I mean, newspapers and whoever isn't going to look for the long version. They're just going to say, look, do you support them or not? And uh, so let, let's, with that verbiage, my vote is to have a vote. Let, let, me, let me throw out another, another verbiage here. The Independent American Party does not support the takeover of the building in the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge. We, however, support the idea of publicizing the crimes of the federal government against its citizens and restoring our constitutional republic. I think that's great. I I, I, I like it. I agree. Uh, This is pro-life. I got one comment. I think we should add in there and uh, restoring the... uh, Indians to their rightful property according to the treaty, uh, the early treaties. Because that is what the Constitution is supposed to clarify, you know, on all that, that. That was the whole point of the Constitution, was to be able to give power to make those treaties and completely binding. So 
in reality, restoring the constitutional principles would restore the treaty, but people don't look at it that way. So I think my wife's comment is, is, is accurate. This is David Elson, Utah. Mm -hmm. This is Patricia, and I agree with that. However, that is so general that if you, if you do that and you look at all the treaties that were made to the Indian people, we'll all be moving. And the Indians will have the United States of America back because it was their land. And so you need to you need to be careful how you word that when you talk about going back and honoring those treaties, um, because the West will belong to the Indians. So if we really stand on principle, we better put our houses ourselves. Exactly. Uh, Jack Brown, Oregon. Uh, yes, I don't think the Indian Indians did not see property ownership the way we see it. That's no. True. They did not view personal ownership of property. Uh, they were more than happy to barter away Manhattan Island for a bag of beads. Yep. But they they viewed their their ownership as a, a being something entrusted to them by the Great Spirit. So. Now, modern Indians have been contaminated by modern white men. And so we, we can't clearly say what any Indi individual Indian, Indian believes, but as far as the land, if we gave it to them by treaty, that gave it to them. If they didn't have it by treaty, they had it by conquest. And they hadn't conquested it every square inch of, of the continental United States did not belong to Indians. So I don't think we'd all have to move, but we might have to show a little more respect for the agreements that were devised generations ago trying to make peace between Indians and settlers. Any other comments? Uh, are we getting close to a vote? Let me read the, uh, what I have here. Independent American Party does not support the takeover of the building in the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge. We, however, support the idea of publicizing the crimes of the federal government against its citizens and restoring our constitutional republic. How would you, how would you change that? Just add the treaties. Add the treaties? I can't think of a treaty we that our government has ever upheld a possible with, with the Indian. treaty with the Indian prior to this situation. Well, what, they're not going to do a thing about it, but we need to mention that you know our government's always been out of it. Okay, uh, let's let's take a vote to see if we want the treaty in there or not. And somebody come up with some wording while we're voting. Uh, do you want to do a roll call or do we want to do a yay nay? Well, if we're good, uh, this is pro life. I read an article today uh, by William Norman Grigg. He uh, did a bunch of historical uh, review of the treaties, and it's a specific treaty. We would have to get that article. I'm not. I'm not by a computer, I can't get it right now. We would have to add the specific um, treaty name and date, I think. And well, could we table that till next uh, 
until next uh, executive committee meeting next Thursday and until we could uh, uh, get up to speed on that and come out with a uh, with another statement I would second that okay is there any opposition to that okay uh, do I need to read this again for the vote all right Steve would you do a roll call for us please okay <clears throat> For vote two, Scott Bartlett. Yes. Jared Beck. Yes, as well stated. Will Christensen. Uh, I'll hold my vote. Patricia Kent. Yay. Dee Pancritz. Yes. Nyla Judd. Yes. Pro-life. Uh, I'm opposed. It's too wimpy. Scott Forsyth. Yes. Kelly Knighty. Nay. Wayne Hill. Nay. Jack Brown. I'm going to abstain. This issue is going to come before our state party leadership on Saturday at a meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Susie no. Easter. Pardon me? Susie Easter? Oh, man, you know what? I just accidentally shut myself off and I just uh, called back into the, the call. So anyway, does this one include... Uh, the piece about the treaty? It does no. not. No. It does and not. I, Will, Will would you reread that? <laughs> yes. The Independent American Party does not support the takeover of the building in the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge. We, however, support the idea of publicizing the crimes of the federal government against its citizens and restoring our constitutional republic. And three and three of us voted nay because we thought it was too wimpy. Oh, okay. Um, my my thing about it, and I mean, I'd otherwise vote yay, but um, I think, yeah, it would be better to just say, uh, you know, to stick to these to, to what they're doing in terms of the underlying um, meaning of of what they're trying to do. So I would say nay. I think we need to work on this a little bit more. Thank you, Susie. Yeah. David Ells? David Ells says we need to work on it a little bit more, too. So I'm, I'm kind of close to abstaining, but I'm going to say nay. Okay. Uh, that is all the people. Uh, Will, did you want to make a uh, vote at this point? Well, I'm for it. Okay, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight yeses, three nays, four nays, and one abstain. I count five nays. Yeah, I think there's five nays, yeah, and one, one abstain. One, two, three, four. 
Pro Life, Kelly Knighting, uh, Susie Eastern, David Alts voted nay. And, oh, uh, did Susan? And Will did. And Jack Brown. I mean, uh, oh, he Jack Brown abstained. abstained. That's right, Jack Brown abstained, yeah. yeah. Did Susie Easter say yay or nay? Nay. Okay, that's. I, uh, I misunderstood. Thank you. Wayne Hill was a, a nay, I believe. Yes, Wayne Hill. Yes, was amen. I, I got that. Pro-life, Kelly, Wayne, Susie, and David voted nay. Uh, in this case, the yeas carried it, but there's a large nay contingent. Uh, Should we table this and re-vote on it next week? I would second that. I would I would agree. Between now and then we can work on how to word it. And then we can do the uh, treaty as well. If, if, uh, all right, then uh, this will be tabled. Do we need to do any other votes? This uh, We've already been here for over an hour and a half. Okay. Suzanne, would you like to make a report on your work with the Tenth Amendment Center, please? Yes. Uh, what I did is I just uh, used their email form on their website and asked them about um, whether we could make suggestions, if they would put additional um,
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.